Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Patrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting. I want to talk yeah. about dexamethasone today. Dexamethasone, is, I know that. I've heard that. This word was before. something. It's one of the came, drugs that's used to treat COVID, isn't it? It is. So it's relatively. This was at the end, right at the end of June. We're just moving mm. into the middle of July now. But basically, um, the news came out that they'd found that dexamethasone significantly reduced death in people in hospital who had COVID or were ventilated in hospital with COVID. Okay. So. What I want to, I mean, it's, it, this is an, this is a de facto incredible story, right? Right. It's very rare that you see a clinical trial or any kind of, you know, these types of controlled clinical trials show massive effects, and this one actually did show a really, really. Uh, and big what, what's what's massive in this term? What, what do you mean? Well, it reduced death by a third in ventilated people. So basically. Well, that's huge. A third, people, huge. People, yeah. It's in people who were ventilated. So people right. who were on ventilators were given dexamethasone. And in this study, 94 of 324 patients who were taking the drug died. And 278 of 683 who had standard care uh, died. So it's a reduction of a third. So instead of 40% dying, just under 30% died. That's amazing. So incredible. The thing is about dexamethasone is it's a common or garden thing. It's been mm. knocking around for years. You'll like this, Steve. So what? it was first synthesized, well, because the chemist synthesized it. Well, they'd synthesized most drugs. In 1955, right? Yeah. This was in Jack's. So we yeah. had a Jack. The Journal of the American Chemical Society. It's one of the best oh, chemistry journals. Yeah. So, the... Yeah. Peter Strang is the chief editor of, um, of Jack's. He's very famously, uh, he's very kind of, he's an organic chemist and um, uh, he's famously very. Um, very kind of uh, stern man he kind of knew what he wanted from the journal and has kind of gone after it and yeah it's a fan fantastic journal i've published in there a couple of times been lucky enough to um yeah no so so any any paper in jacks is very highly regarded by the chemistry community it's, you know Ooh. it's a solid bit of work well this was in 1955 and basically what they did was they took a a drug that of course biologists isolated from people right called hydroxycortisone and they modified it with a fluorine atom at carbon nine and a methyl radical at carbon 16. Wow, isn't that amazing? Listen to that. Chemistry. Methyl radical. I had a look at the paper. It's mm. incredibly boring. How it's dare you? Really long names. And you know what? It's only been cited. Do you know how many times it's been cited? The discovery of dexamethasone, one of the most used clinically drug, clinical drugs. Do you know how many times that paper's been cited? So this is the, this was the synthesis of it? The or synthesis is this of it. Uh, oh, cool. So this is the first time anyone had ever made that yeah. drug, and it goes, oh, okay, well, that should be used. I mean, it's one of the World, World Health Organization, like, most important drugs, isn't it? Um, I don't know, 5,000. 44. No! <laughs> Someone can correct me with, um, if I'm wrong, but that's what it's called. The paper's called 16 Methylated Steroids, a methylated analogue of cortisone, a new group of anti-inflammatory steroids. That's the name of the paper. But basically, yeah. it's um, yeah, it's a, it's a very technical paper. Like, there's very few words that a normal person would would recognise. That's, like, that's like occasionally a paper, you get yeah. an and, and occasionally <laughs> <you> the. <laughs> Do you know what? Do I, I tell you a story about organic chemists, Nick? Right? They are 
they are a kind of rare breed the organic even among chemists they're considered like kind of hardcore they're the people that work the longest hours and they get out the earliest and they go to bed the latest and they're the ones that you can email at three o'clock in the morning and they'll kind of get back to you that's the kind of mindset of a successful organic chemist. They publish, you know, hundreds, of, you know, if not, you know, thousands of papers in their research careers. The best of them, you know, that, that's their kind of mentality. They and sound uh, like very uh, dedicated and probably psychotic individuals. <laughs> some are, some not. Um, organic chemist, Nick, right? So, so one of the things they do, which I think is a fantastic thing that almost no other scientist I know does, right? That when you publish a paper, like you might publish that paper in Jack's, right? And that will go to your other organic chemist colleagues. And they'll try to repeat your, re your experiment, right? Your reaction, right? So you, you, they, they've claimed they put a fluorine on carbon six or whatever it was. They'll have to, someone will have to be able to repeat putting that carbon, that fluorine on carbon six. And if they can't do it, they ring them up. They bring them up, and then and if and if they can't give them an adequate um, answer, they will stand up in conferences and publicly shame people to get them to retract papers if it doesn't work. That's How good awesome. is that? They just I mean, stand up is... and go, "When are you going to pull your Jack's paper?" I wish they did. We that all more. know it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? I like the idea that you phone each other and you can repeat things relatively quickly. Yeah. And inexpensively. Unfortunately, I think part of the problem in the medical or biomedical sciences, it's hugely expensive, incredibly costly to repeat studies. So often studies go unrepeated. So there's probably a lot of, well, I know there's a lot of rubbish out there. But, I, but there's, it's, it's slightly it. less um, susceptible to that error, that, that level yeah. of, of yeah. error. Because, yeah, because you know, and, but I, I think it's fascinating because they really do. They're like, no. Work. Anyway, I feel like we've gone off a bit of a tangent, oh. but yeah, that, that is fascinating. But anyway, this discovery is incredible. And the, the, one of the lead authors, this study um, is published through the, the NHS. Um, it's called the recovery trial. So they're testing a bunch of drugs. And the reason that they can do this in the NHS is because it's all centralized. European yeah. health services, really good. American health services can't do this because it's fragmented. So you can rapidly test things in big cohorts of people. Um, and the lead author said, um, it's very, very rare that you announce results at lunchtime and it becomes policy and practice by tea time and probably starts to save lives by the weekend. Oh, that's amazing. Incredible. It gives me a little tingle thinking about that. That's incredible. It is incredible. So it's a, it's a real groundbreaking trial. Um, dexamethasone, it's a simple anti-inflammatory. Actually, Where? no one really knows quite how it works. Cortisone, so how, how do they get... How do they, so if you don't know how it works, how would you... Like, you know, how would you hypothesize that you should give it to these really ill? You know what it does. So it reduces inflammation. So right. they were using it because some of these people who have these um, downstream complications have yeah. some over, you know, crazy inflammation going on in all of their tissues. So if you give them anti-inflammatories, so people thought, well, maybe we could try and simple anti-inflammatories. Right. Um, and the dexamethasones, these cortis you know, cortisone analogues work in a different way to like, you know, like ibuprofen and things like that. So they, they just thought that work might work. So they, they tried it and it, and it and did. And so dexamethasone is much more effective than other anti-inflammatories. Is that, is that what you're saying? It works by a different yeah. it's a It's a, it's a hydroxycortisone analogue. So it does things like your natural cortisol does in your body. Mm. Um, and it's used in, you know, you use cort cortisone cream yeah. on rashes and things and allergies. Um, but it also has more profound effects on white blood cell movement so it prevents white blood cells moving into tissue yeah, very interesting so anyway fascinating and you know people are being treated 
presently with these conditions. Well, who ya for science? Bada bing.